0: Do not cut back on sleep for finals. Okay, hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of League Week Couture. This is your host Erin and this week we are doing a final survival guide. I probably won't have new episodes next week or the week after because of finals well maybe next week but not the two weeks after that the first two weeks of may but we'll see maybe i can pull something together we'll see how much outlining i get done so i'm currently on spring break right now but for us it's fake spring break it's only this late because of passover and our school is jewish but um essentially it's just study break so all we're doing is studying but so because of that i was like what better episode to record than a final survival guide so i'm really breaking this down into two categories so we've got like basic study tips and then we have self-care tips for during finals like things not to forget about to do for yourself just because you're busy hope you guys have enjoyed the last couple episodes with guests though if you haven't listened to the episode with caroline stelty about manifesting check that one out it's great for a mindset um podcast which is going to be one of my tips later in this so check that out if you haven't done that yet and then um i also posted a couple of episodes on youtube if you prefer to watch i am filming this one but it's just me so i don't know if i'll post it because that's a little weird to me but this gonna be a short one we're gonna keep it like 25 30 minutes just tips for finals so let's dive right into it Okay, so we are going to start out with the study tips. So I've got like 10, no, I lied. I have like eight study tips for you. But then there's some sub tips. So study tip number one. These are in no order of like best or worst or importance or whatever. They just, they were stream of thought. I wrote them down as I thought of them. I wrote them down as my roommate said them. So there's no particular order. So number one is figure out your study style so everybody studies differently so figure out if you're someone that just needs to reread your notes or some people like flashcards. maybe you're someone that needs to rewrite your notes or maybe you hand wrote them so now you need to type them or maybe you type them and then you like to handwrite it to get it in your brain I've seen people do it both ways um, some other options of ways that you might prefer to study and these might be things you haven't thought of so maybe try them out if you're having trouble studying and feel like You're not really getting anything good out of your study sessions. Maybe try some of these other options that I recommend here. So, definitely a good recommendation is to rewatch classes um, for like topics that you didn't understand, or like you're going through your notes from a topic from the beginning of the semester and you're like, what? I don't remember learning about that. So, that's a good tip there. And then, on that though, like you probably don't have time to rewatch all of your classes so like really use that for like things that you don't understand or that you don't remember learning um and like it could be parts of classes you could i've also like heard the idea from somebody on tiktok um i want to say it was delaria maybe legal baddie it might have been her i'm not positive don't quote me on it but she said when she was in law school that she would always record her classes like the audio but now one of the only perks of covid truly is that like everything's always recorded so if you want to go back and listen to a class like it's there you can go watch it or listen to it and she would record them but then she would listen back to them while she reviewed her notes so that's a good tip if you're like i'm not sure what these notes mean or what you're doing in class that day why i wrote this down like watch the class listen to the class while you go through your notes and then you can kind of line it up and be like oh that's what this was about so that's a really great tip there Um, and then another thing you could watch supplemental videos, whether that's a or like YouTube, looking up a topic you don't know. Um, or maybe, I don't know if Lexus has review videos. It's possible they have something like that, but like, if you're not sure about a topic, like look up someone else explaining it, maybe you didn't understand how your professor explained it and you need to hear it from a different perspective. Um, and then, so supplemental videos, you could also make charts, Um, So with charts, my friends and I are actually making some charts. So we all have like our outlines that we're working on separately, which I'll talk about outlines in a minute. But with charts, we like to chart the cases. So we kind of put like what the topic was for the unit, and then we put the case names, basic facts, the holding what any big rule was that came out of it for quick reference so if we're like taking the exam and like oh what was the case with the like truck driver we can like command f truck driver and then we can find the basics of it and then if we need like more information we can look in the outline but it's like for quick reference for cases so because it's organized by the topic and the names are all just right there next to it instead of scrolling through um so i find that to be helpful so we're making charts for that but like you can do charts for like other things too like if you're an undergrad you could use charts for different um topics as well I'm not exactly I can't think of like an example maybe like um when I did like sociological theories we could have like the theorists and then there are different theories next to it with like explanations of it like when the theory was from if it's one that's widely accepted or not like you can make charts for lots of things so i love google sheets i love formatting i love freezing cells and then make yeah color coding i love that stuff it's so much fun so charts are great and then in terms of outlinings there's kind of two approaches for this so outlining is really a law school thing i'm not sure that people do this in any other academic settings but like with law school you outline because you get to use your outline on the final so your outline is supposed to be your entire course like what you learned in the entire course for the whole semester or year like i have one class that was contracts that's been going since october so my outline will consist of all the material that we've learned since then and with that it's not that you just like have your notes from class like it's really you kind of condensing and putting things together that makes sense so that um It's useful to reference on the exam. And in making the outline, that kind of is you studying for the exam. So I've been working on my property outline for days, but we have property five days a week. So it makes sense. It's a lot of material. Um, But what I want to say with outlines is that you can either make your own from scratch or you can use an old one. And then in using an old one, and by old, I don't mean super old, like probably from the past year or so generally. From a student that's taken this class with this professor before and that's what's very important it has to be not just the class but the professor because each, each professor teaches differently so you could maybe like use a commercial outline or one from a different professor but it might not be organized in a way that makes sense based on the way that you've learned it in class which means that it might be not as helpful for you on the exam since it's your professor that's writing your exam and grading your exam so really try to only use outlines from the topic from past students of your specific professor. So, um, and with that, if you're using an outline made by somebody else, I've heard two options. So, Callie, who we've had on here before, I know that she's posted about this when she's studying for finals. What she does is she takes an old outline and she'll, like, write it out by hand to get it in her head. And that's how she studies. But, so she doesn't like change it. She just rewrites the outline, and that's like her study. And she's like, "This is an outline of the whole class." So she writes it down to get it in her head. But then there's also the alternative of what I like to do when there's an outline available for my professor, if I can find a good one that is, because I'm kind of picky about my outlines and formatting. So if it's not what I like, and we have to change it a lot anyway, sometimes it's easier to make my own. Um, but this semester, I'm mostly using old outlines and then modifying and supplementing. So with that basically what i do is that um i take an old outline from a past student one i try to find one that's a little either it's organized really well and i love it or it doesn't have a lot in it already and they can both be good for different reasons so right now i have a really great outline that's actually really like it's really not comprehensive. What's the word I'm looking for? Like it has everything. Maybe comprehensive is the right word. It's like comprehensive, everything from the entire class. And that's great. So what I'm doing is I'm going through and I'm reading it. So I have my screen pulled up. So I've got the outline that I have that I got from one of my TAs from my property class on one side of the screen. We love split screen, by the way, if you don't know how to do it, send me a message. I didn't learn about it until like last year, maybe my last year of college game changer oh no it was last year it was while I was studying I was like oh my god I can do that um while I was studying for the LSAT I believe um honestly maybe after that but split screen game changer so hit me up if you don't know how to do that on a mac I kind of know how to do it on other computers but it didn't always work for me when I tried to do it at work anyway so split screen so you put your outline that you're using on one side and then you put your class notes on the other side and then maybe also have anything up on another screen if you have it or just like in another tab such as like um, PowerPoints from class or like anything that your professor's giving you that you might need to reference like if they've um, maybe their syllabus so um, what I do is I'm going through the outline that I have that um, I have for my TA I feel like I'm repeating myself so I've my outline for my TA and as I go through it and read it i then take my notes from class and i make sure they match and if anything doesn't match then i'm like okay i need to look into that and see which one's right or if there's something that's not in the outline that i'm using that i want in there from my notes like i'll supplement it in so i'll add it in where it makes sense or i'll change the wording so it makes sense like if i read something in the outline and i'm like i don't know what that means but then i find it worded differently in my notes from class i change the wording so it makes sense to me but with that it's easier at least in my view to do that than to just go make the outline from scratch because a lot of times i don't know how to organize it whereas this outline i found is great like the beginning um of each set first there's like a general overview of property law and then each section is like an overview of the topic and it'll put like case references and parentheses but then after all of the material um it has all of the cases with details after it so i like the organization so like look for outlines this is mostly for law school again Maybe some other classes, like outlines could be useful too for studying. I would use them for sociology classes sometimes actually. Um for ones I have to memorize stuff for. Like I would just outline the material and then I would read through it over and over again and like see if I could recall what it was after um I said like the topic. But um so ask past students that you know have the professor, like reach out in group chats that you have, whether it's like a sorority or like a club that you're in at law school. Um, Like all of the affinity groups and stuff usually have an outline bank um ask tas ask friends like anyone that you know like you can find a good outline to use so look around and then we have the issue where sometimes you have to make it from scratch and that's overwhelming and i've done that before and i was hoping not to have to do it but this semester i have one professor that's never taught this course before so i do have to make my outline from scratch so with that i generally use the syllabus as like the skeleton of the outline that's like this is my recommendation if you have to make an outline from scratch use the syllabus as a skeleton because you know those are the major topics and overarching themes that the professor wanted to touch on so it's like what you're going to need to understand those big topics use that as a skeleton and then my crim professor which is what this um, outline is for also has powerpoints so i've been having like my outline google doc on one side And then I have the PowerPoints up and I have my notes up and I go through and I look at like, okay, this is the topic. And then I look at the PowerPoint and I'm like, okay, these are the things that we did in class because she makes pretty comprehensive PowerPoints as well. They basically cover everything we do in class. Oh, sorry. I just cracked my knuckles. You could probably hear that because I'm right next to the mic. But, um, so I do that and then I have my notes and I kind of like piece it all together. So that's a lot more work. So. I recommend using an old outline and supplementing it if you can or like rewriting it, retyping it, um, whatever works for you. But again, that's like preference and what you find works for you. And that's what's important. So if like like this is spring semester now, so generally like law school speaking, people have already done one semester, some people two semesters. Like my school has a May session start. For some people, so there are some students that have already done two semesters now of finals. So like at this point, like you kind of know what works for you or you know what doesn't work for you. And if you know what doesn't work, but you're not sure what does work, try something else at least. Like, you know, that thing doesn't work. So try something new. Um, And with that, oh, yeah. okay. so outlines. I mentioned PowerPoints. So review PowerPoints that you have from class. Um, And again, you can do that while you're making your outline. That's helpful to make sure you're not missing anything that you learned about, Um, especially because some professors will want you to reference things on the exam in your answers that maybe isn't something you've read for class, or maybe not something you have in your notes, but kind of something you discussed that maybe you forgot to take notes down on, but that you won't find in like your reading list. So... Um, Make sure, oh, that's another good point. I'm just gonna throw this in here. Make sure you know what your professor wants you to know. So figure out how your professor wants to reference things. Like I just found out my CRIM professor wants us to reference like class discussions if we mention them by the date of the discussion. And if I'm mentioning a hypothetical we did in class, mention it by the name of the hypothetical or the slide number in the PowerPoint. So make sure you know how your professor wants you to reference things so that you're doing what they want to do since they're the ones grading you like you want to do what they want. (laughs) You are gearing your exam towards them, even if it's not how you would do something like you're gearing your exam towards them. So make sure you know what they want when you're making your outlines. You incorporate what you need for the exam to be successful and like have those extra things that they really like. Like, could you get a good grade without saying the slide number of a hypo yeah but will the professor like it if you mention it and it might boost your grade yeah so just know what they like and the types of explanations they want and what they expect you to know in reference and then the last thing that i have for figuring out study style um or for study style options of like what materials to use is to get So you have the option of either getting everything done for one class at once. So like right now I've been working on my property outline for days because I'm like, I just need to get this done before I can focus on anything else. But some people work better working on each class in smaller increments going between them. So like maybe work for a couple hours on property, then a couple hours on crim. But for me, I'm like property is my first exam. So I want that stuff done. So then I have that ready to do like practice exams when maybe I'm still working on like my last outline, which is contracts. So um, that's preference again. So if you like to do work on the same thing all day, do that. But if you're someone that needs to kind of bounce around, do that. So figure out which one works best for you. Maybe try one one day and then try the next another day if you're not sure which one works. Yeah, so that's what I have to say about study style and how that can be different and the different tools that you can use for that. Okay, that was actually only number one on my list. That was figure out your study style. And it just it was more in depth than I meant for it to be okay next couple are a little a little shorter they're not so crazy and in depth okay next one make a plan this looks different for everyone for studying so like my roommate likes to literally like plan out her schedule like for a week and be like this is what i'm doing she was like i'm gonna plan out my next three weeks for finals and she knows like what she wants to do when when she wants to get things done and that's for some people they like to do that, like kind of making us like schedule blocking, being like, I'm gonna do property for three hours this day, I'm gonna do cream for three hours this day. So some people like to do that and they like schedule in, I'm gonna work out at this time, I'm gonna eat at this time, I'm gonna break it this time, I'm gonna like study group at this time. Some people like that. Other people like to do just like a to-do list. So I generally am a to-do list girl. Every time I try to schedule block, it doesn't work for me. And I will say that's because I usually forget to put in enough wiggle room in case something takes longer than I want it to. And once I'm focused in on something also, like maybe I'll think I'll want to stop, but then I'm like, no, like I'm focused in on it. So I want to keep going. And that's definitely a very ADHD thing. So <laughs> um, be wary of that. If you're someone with ADHD, you might think like, oh, I can work on this for two hours and then stop and work on something else. You might be focused in and be like, no, this is what I'm doing. So that's why I've just been, been doing property for days now. Um, but for the other option for that, like I said, is a to-do list. So I like to do like an overarching, like I kind of have like a weekly to-do list of what I have to do. And then I have like a, what I definitely want to do today and what I want to do today if I have time to do it. And like, I haven't been getting to the, if I have time to do it things it's, I've just been doing the, the um, the number one things on my list because property is taking me forever, but that's Okay. Um, but yeah, so make a to-do list or schedule block, whichever works for you. If you're not sure which one works, again, maybe try one one day. Schedule out a full day and try to really follow the schedule. And don't forget to leave like space between things in case things take longer than planned. And don't forget to schedule yourself in some breaks. And then maybe try a to-do list the next day. So you do you. Number three these are procrastination solutions for when you're overwhelmed by everything or you just like can't get yourself to start. So do, and these are like, these are very ADHD tips, I feel like. So this I, I always have a procrastination problem because I'm like, there's too many things to do. What the fuck do I do? So number one tip, do one of the small things on your list. So if you're like, well, I need to do my entire property outline and I need to water my plants and I need to email my professor like I'm probably gonna do the email first because then it just gets me moving and doing things. And then once I'm on my computer, I'm like, okay, I did the email. Okay, let me go into my outline now. Or like maybe um, like you wanna set up like one of your other outlines, like find a good outline. So maybe like you find the outline and then you work on another one that you're working on. So do one of the small things to get you moving. Second tip for dealing with procrastination and overwhelm is to make a plan in advance. This was my roommate's tip. So like kind of plan a full week in advance of like what you want to get done when so you're not overwhelmed by just like a long list of things to do. So like what I said with my to-do list, I'll have a list of like this one I want to do today and then this is what I need to do the entire week. So these are the things I'll get to today if I have time. Number three for procrastination, overwhelm issues, Pomodoro method, because then you're doing like some time off, some time on working, some time off. So it makes it, more manageable in a way like it makes it seem more manageable if you know like i'm working in small spurts like i mean i work for 30 minutes then i get a five minute break or 10 minute break like do however long of a break you need to get yourself motivated to do something so that can be really helpful um obviously i think traditional pomodoro is like 45 minutes on maybe 15 off or something but like do whatever works for you like i always modify it just what i'm feeling maybe it's 25 minutes on five off I don't know. You'll have to Google it. Um, number three for procrastination, um, solutions is to study with a friend, either in person or on FaceTime, Zoom room, watch a TikTok live with one of your, um, one of the people you follow that's like doing a study session with that. That's just like accountability. Um, cause sometimes like you're just not motivated to study if you're alone, which the, like ADHD term for like studying with a friend just because you need them there. And with this, I'm not talking like study groups. That's a separate thing that I want to talk about. This is literally like studying with a friend, meaning that you're studying at the same time. You're not even doing the same thing. So this is called body doubling. And with that, that can just like hold you accountable being like okay they're doing this and i'm doing this like sometimes if you're just alone you're like well i'm gonna get distracted like i'm gonna want to do this and this and i just can't motivate myself but having someone else there whether it's in person or on like facetime zoom tiktok you're watching someone else study um it can just help motivate you to be able to like start working so like look up body doubling if you're interested in that um but yeah so literally you can find like zoom study rooms and stuff yeah so That's a good tip. And oh my God, my hip just cracked. Okay, number four. Um, This is about how to focus when you're struggling to focus. So step one, make sure you have a good distraction-free study space. So like I'm sitting at my desk right now. It's like a mess. I don't usually study at my desk. So um, if you're finding that you can't focus, either clean up the area you're in, rearrange it, take distractions away, or move to a new area so maybe like you simply can't like study in your bedroom where your desk is I only study here occasionally and it's when I'm like super zoned in so I'm just like staring at my computer and I don't see anything around me anymore (laughs) but um maybe you need a change of scenery so maybe go to a cafe maybe go to the library if you're in the library and you're like sitting by a window maybe go into a study room if you're um Sitting in the library, maybe go try the lobby. Maybe try, I like to go to the moot courtroom at our school. I can study a lot in there, but it's dark. Um, So I also like to study in empty classrooms. I find that really enjoyable. I can like stand over in the windows and have my computer on the window. So I can stand while I study, kind of like a standing desk, but I'm standing in a window. So it's like nice and bright and happy. Um, But yeah, so like try different spaces. If the space you're in isn't conducive to being able to focus to study, move somewhere else or clean it up do what you need to do because you need a good space to be able to focus (laughs) this is something that i saw someone on tiktok post like i don't even know who it was it was on like my for you page she recorded a time lapse of herself studying on her phone so that she wasn't able to touch her phone and get distracted by it and she said it was the most focused she's ever been so i don't know if that works i can't speak from experience but try it out uh my friend adela likes to do this thing that she calls a fuck it hour which i wrote Fucking over. <laughs> um, and with that, like, she's just like, I'm gonna spend an hour doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm gonna like chill. I'm gonna go on TikTok. I'm gonna just procrastinate. But when the hour is over and you've had time to like revive yourself, then like you have to grind, you have to study. So that's only gonna work if you're gonna hold yourself accountable. Um, so it's kind of similar to like backwards Pomodoro, like giving yourself a break first and then studying. So that's like if you're like, my brain can't focus. So like I need to like just kind of let my brain not focus for a while and then try to focus. And with that, maybe like take a walk or something that can help you focus too. Just like reset, get up from where you're sitting. Really important if you're like, I can't focus, I've been sitting here, like get up, walk outside, come back in, go get a coffee or something, move around. Um, Shorter segments of studying can be really good if you're having trouble focusing. So again, that's like Pomodoro, uh, modified Pomodoro, whatever length you think you can focus for do that and maybe try to like up it maybe start with being like i'm just gonna focus for like 15 minutes and then you're like oh i could do that maybe then take a five minute break and then try 20 minutes and then 25 so shorter segments of studying if you can't focus oh my god i hope you guys can't hear me clicking on my computer i'm just like clicking just for fun anyway okay next one um i said move to a new space oh the last tip i have for if you can't focus is to study a topic like if you don't have something specific you have to be studying you're like I just need to work on things for finals pick the topic or class that you find the most interesting because then it'll like entertain you and you'll actually be engaged in the material and want to pay attention to it because you like it so it'll be easier to focus um, I'm sure that's true for most people but that's definitely a big ADHD thing that because that has to do with the dopamine deficiency that we only are able to focus on things that give our brain dopamine because we're lacking it. So our brain's like, I only want to do things that are like fun and that I enjoy to get the dopamine. So that's why studying something that you find fun or more entertaining or enjoyable easier to focus on because you're like, wow, this is really engaging. I like it. So um if you can't focus because you're like I don't want to study this, like study something else then if you're able to. If you're not then use some of the other tips. Okay, number five. Okay, I'm going to power through these last couple because this episode's being longer than it was supposed to be. Okay, next one. Figure out what needs prioritization. So this is simply, don't necessarily assume that every single class and every single outline needs the same amount of time. Like, it doesn't all need to be equally split. You need to think about, like, how much time you actually need to spend on certain classes based on, like, the amount of material, how much the course is worth credit-wise, um, which generally has to do with the amount of material um and then also like how much you understand it So, like if i really understand criminal law i don't need to spend as much time on it as i do with constitutional law which i don't understand and those that was a true statement um i don't understand constitutional law but i'm going to by the end of the week (laughs) okay and then next tip study groups like i said They keep you accountable. And this time with study groups, I'm talking about like actually studying with groups, not just having someone there. So they can keep you accountable because let's say you want to go over a practice exam together. You have to make sure you have the practice exam done for the time that you want to have your review session together. So it holds you accountable for doing things at a certain time. Also with my friends, we are like splitting up the charting that we're doing for cases. So that way we're like, okay, well, they're going to do theirs. So I have to do mine because it would be wrong for me not to do my part. So, um, yeah, it just holds you accountable and also study groups can be really great, whether it's just with one person, two people, three, four, whatever, figure out what number works for you. Just like working with one person. Maybe my roommate likes to work with people one-on-one a lot, but I like to study in bigger groups. Um, and with that, that can be helpful because you all probably understand different things better than each other. So let's say that like, I really understand criminal law, but, um, my friend Adela doesn't but maybe adela really understands constitutional law and i don't so with that we can help each other learn those topics because when we're going over those practice tests or when we're like hey like i have this on my outline i don't know what it means can you explain it we're able to explain the things to each other that we that we don't all understand so some of us understand it because we all understand different things so um that can be super helpful Number seven, go to the TA sessions and review sessions that are offered. You will not regret that. It will not be a waste of your time. Whether it's like a QA and a thing and you're listening to other people's questions, um, I find that really helpful. And this also goes for office hours and discussion boards. Those are my last two. So TA sessions and review sessions and office hours and discussion boards with your professors. So um, with all of those things, I find them super helpful. Even if I don't have questions myself that I can think of just listening in, because a lot of times... I feel that I can be so confused about a topic that I don't understand that I don't even know what questions to ask. So, sitting in and listening to other people ask questions makes me be like, oh, yeah, that's the part that I don't understand. And then I get to hear the answer to that question. So, like, I recommend sitting in on office hours and like TA sessions that are like QA and review sessions, um, even if you don't think you have a question. Because, like, worst comes to worst, they're just going over material and like you're further ingraining it in your brain but like most likely you'll hear a question that like you don't know the answer to and then you'll learn the answer or you'll learn it's not important but yeah those are my um study tips for the final survival guide okay so for part two we have the self-care tips for finals season finals week finals whatever you have however long finals is for you um I also want to say I hope you guys are enjoying my transition music I'm picking it randomly as I'm recording I'm recording a segment then hitting pause and then finding transition music and then recording again anyway so I hope you like it so we're going to start with the 3 Ws of self-care for all the time but especially during finals. Water, walks, workout. Those are non-negotiable. I'm not someone that's good with water or workout, but I'm really good with walks. But they are the 3 sacred Ws of final season. So you need to drink water. Makes your brain work better. Makes you feel better. You won't get dizzy, you won't get headaches. But like it literally, you can think clear when you're hydrated. So drink water. Walks. Walks are great when you're taking those breaks that you need when you're scheduling, you're studying out. When you take a break, like take a walk because that just lets you reset your brain. It's good to get your body moving, et cetera, et cetera. I have my dog, obviously, so I walk her. So I have built in forced walks, which leads me to workout. Maybe walks are your workout. But if walks aren't your workout and you like to go to the gym, make sure you're making time for whatever workout you like to normally do to do that during finals as well. So um, I have a gym membership. I don't go that often, but I like to do the classes sometimes. So I'll probably schedule myself like a yoga class or something at my gym during finals. And then I like to do yoga at home sometimes. But like just moving your body helps like relieve that stress that you have during finals, anxiety, depression. It's good for all of that stuff. And it's good for focus and for happiness, endorphins and shit. You know, the good stuff. So water, walks, workout, the three W's of finals. Do not forget them. I hope you all live by them. Number four on the self-care list. This list is going to be much shorter than the study tips because the study tips are like so specific and I have to explain how you can do them differently and stuff, but this is more clear. Number four, the food that you eat is important. Like, obviously, just eating in general is important. But brain foods, like, that actually help your brain, (laughs) are, like, eggs, nuts, fish, and then, like, body foods. Like, fruits, veggies, all that stuff. So you need to be fueling your body. And, like, obviously, eat whatever you want. Like, if literally you only have time to eat, like, a McDonald's cheeseburger, like, obviously, I'd rather you eat that over not eating. Like, you need to eat. But if you have the ability to pick and choose what you eat, like try to make sure you're eating those healthy meals that are going to fuel your body and give you the energy that you need for your brain and your body to be successful during finals. Cause food, like what you eat really does like affect you. Um, and that like your body's fueled differently by different things and listen to your body too. Like generally you'll crave certain foods if it's like something in the food that your body needs. So like maybe you'll crave like steak tips because your body's like, I need more iron or I need more protein. So listen to your body, but try to eat like a healthy, balanced diet and don't just like don't just live off of like bags of chips during finals, please. I beg of you, please eat meals. (laughs) Okay, number five, sleep. So, 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 so important. You need to sleep. Do not cut back on sleep for finals. I will say if you are going to cut back on sleep at any point, not that I ever want you to, but you don't want to not sleep the night before final or even the night before that because my roommate was telling me that like you're how tired you feel is not affected by like your sleep necessarily that night that just happened but the night before that so let's say like two days before your final you're like oh I'm staying up late studying and you sleep like three hours and then the night before your final you sleep like a full eight or nine but you still might be a bit tired from not sleeping enough the night before that so like leading up to your finals and like actually during like finals weeks you need to study the week before if you're like i really need to crack down and um like do these outlines and stuff um okay i understand that but like really try to prioritize your sleep now going off of sleep i will say if you're someone that has trouble falling asleep because you like maybe you have bad anxiety during finals and that can stop you from sleeping And all different things. ADHD causes insomnia. All different things do. Not giving yourself time to wind down at night. Like, I'm someone, which I think this is very ADHD, but, like, it can happen to other people too, that if I've just been working, 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 up until I get into bed, like, I'm not going to fall asleep yet. Like, it's not going to happen because I'm going to feel like, oh, I didn't have time for myself today. So I need to go focus on other things. So I want to, like, have time for myself. So I'll, like, go on TikTok. I'll, like read a book I'll do whatever but um especially with oh my god where was I going with that but that can happen to anybody the oh that if you don't give yourself time for yourself during the day like you might stay up late at night because you're like well this is my this is my relaxing time now so try to like that's why you need to build in those breaks that It doesn't come around to when you're trying to sleep and you're like, well, I didn't get to do anything for myself today. So make sure you build in those breaks and try to be done working at least like 30 minutes before you want to sleep. I would say I try to get done working like an hour before um, I want to sleep during like actual school time when I have to get up at a certain time this week, like I'm on break. So I'm just studying all the time. So like I'm just going to bed when I'm ready to go to bed. And then um, I wake up when I wake up because the hours don't matter because I'm just when I'm awake, I'm studying. When I'm not, I'm not. Um, so that's also, I'm not like time blocking this week because I don't want to feel like I have to get up at a certain time. I'm letting my body like get the rest it needs. And then like, I just study later into the day then and go to bed later. Because I, I tend to like focus better later in the day than in the morning. And that's also a personal preference. So like learn if you study better at night or in the morning. So like learn the time of day that you study best. I should have said that earlier, but I just thought of it now. So if you study better late at night, study late at night when you have the ability But, like, if your final is going to be at, like, 9 a.m., make sure leading up to that, you're, like, changing your sleep schedule so you're able to get up at that time and not feel exhausted and feel like it's crazy early. But, yeah, study when your brain works best. And, like, yeah. Um, And then a tip for sleeping if you're someone that can't fall asleep. Uh, One thing, like, just brain dumping before bed or journaling before bed where you're just, like, writing down all your thoughts Um, That's really good for people with ADHD and anxiety because sometimes you're just like, I need to get all these thoughts down. So then I can, like, let my brain be quiet and go to sleep. So with that, I often like to make a to-do list before I go to bed. Sometimes it's, like, I actually write one out. Sometimes I, like, do a fancy one on my iPad from, like, a PDF that I have. That's, like, a daily planner. But sometimes I just, like, go in my reminders on my phone And I'll, like, write down all the things that I want to do tomorrow in, like, one reminder. And then I'll, like, make them into an actual to-do list maybe the next day if I'm feeling it. But that way it's just, like, written down so I won't forget it. And I'll set a timer. I'll set, like, a reminder time on it. So I'll be, like, I think I'm going to wake up at 11. So, like, I'll set the time on it to alert me at, like, 11 for the reminder. Um, So that can be really helpful. Just brain dumping everything out that you're, like, oh, I need to do this, this, and this. Um, Because I know especially with ADHD and anxiety a bit, too... Quite a lot actually, I would think, with anxiety. You're like you're anxious about like, well, what if I forget this? But especially with ADHD, because that's like a big problem for people with ADHD. We're like, well, we're forgetting things. So um that's why a lot of people with ADHD develop anxiety, because they're like, Well, I need to like compensate. So they're like always worried, like, oh I need to remember this, I need to do this. You're always thinking about things. Um, but so a really good thing to help with that is brain dumping and writing a to-do list before you go to bed. So just anything in your brain, write it down. If you're like, oh, I kind of want to make this food next week. And then you're like, I'm going to be thinking about it. Like, write it down. (laughs) If you're like, I really need to water my plants tomorrow, write it down on your to-do list. So that can be really helpful. And then an ADHD hack that I saw on TikTok. Let me see if I can find it while I'm talking about it. Um, So basically, this girl, she is... ADHD so I'm sorry this is a sleep hack not an ADHD hub but she was talking about it because she has ADHD and a big issue with that in sleep is that sometimes um we'll go and hyper focus on things when we're supposed to be sleeping we will be like oh me I'll watch one episode but then we're like no I'm into it me i watch like three episodes of this show or like last night I was oh my god it was like 12:30, and I was like I'm going to bed and I was like I didn't do anything for myself today you know the problem we were talking about and I was like I'm gonna go on TikTok just for a little bit but then i found one page and i was like oh my god this cutting board is so cool so i watched these like fridge restock videos for like an hour and then i found another page and i was like oh my god these are so cool and i watched those for an hour and then i posted like two different tiktoks and by the time i was like i need to go to sleep i was like oh my god it's 3:30 a.m so um anyway a tip this girl recommended i'm gonna see if i can find her name but she said that um she knows that sometimes she'll do that where she like gets distracted and then she'll forget to sleep. Like she'll forget what she was doing. So she'll take a melatonin, like CBD, vitamin or gummy oil, I don't know, whatever form it's in. Um, like when she's getting into bed or when she's putting on like an episode of the show. So then by the time, like the episode of the show is over or by the time we'll say, um, maybe she's been on TikTok for like 30 minutes or she's been reading for like 30 minutes because get drawn into a book too I've done that before and stayed up hours reading accidentally she'll be tired after like 30 minutes and she'll be like okay like I have to sleep I can't stay awake so um that's a great tip for that if you're like I want to be asleep in 30 minutes but I want to like give myself some time first for myself to chill take a cbd melatonin gummy thing so your brain will be sleepy in 30 minutes I am still looking for her but I'm gonna keep talking because I do need to go back to studying (laughs) okay next tip make sure you're taking breaks for self-care like breaks 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 so important i will say that a thousand times in this episode pomodoro method again can be super super helpful for this because then you're like studying 30 minutes breaking 10 minutes do those breaks and make sure when you're breaking you're like actually breaking and not like just thinking about what you need to do like literally take the break if you need to mindlessly scroll on tiktok for 10 minutes do it want to go take a walk for 10 minutes do it you might eat a snack do it but you have to take the actual break and don't think about what you need to do next get anything figured out that needs to be done for finals ahead of time like do you need to download exam software but you're not sure if it's going to work on your computer check it ahead of time not the night before make sure it's going to work for you are you running out of food and you need to go food shopping go food shopping and when you go food shopping shop for things that are like easy but healthy meals so like maybe it's like a frozen trader joe's thing that's healthy um so that you're getting that brain food but it's also easy because during finals you're busy and you're like i don't have a lot of time to cook also with cooking i like to like cook in batches so i'll like cook enough food for two or three meals one night and then the next night i'll cook something else that can last for two or three meals and i'll like alternate between them for the next couple days so i'm not having to cook every day i can just preheat and eat leftovers but i'm not eating the same thing every day because i go crazy next Oh, also, like, another one that you might need to get done ahead of time is, like, laundry. Like, if you have a couple outfits you like to wear for exams, like, make sure they're clean. (laughs) So you have, and, like, clean socks and everything. Make sure you've got clean clothes for finals. Next. Maybe, oh, if you have a therapist and you know that you get, like, anxious, stressed, burnt out, panic attacks um, during finals when you're stressed and overwhelmed by everything. Like, make a game plan with your therapist ahead of time of how you will tackle that when it comes up. So like, panic attack during an exam what tools can you use breathing exercises as needed anxiety med maybe cbd um just so like make a game plan with them different tools that you can use grounding exercises so that you have that toolbox and you're ready to use it maybe like essential oils so like figure out what you need ahead of time talk it through with them of different things that you think might happen and like how you can um know ahead of time how to deal with so this and you won't be like stressed about it when it does come around number nine you need to have positive mindset, and with that, I'm not just saying you need to have one. That can be hard. So, positive mindset playlist or podcast. I have a manifesting playlist that's just simply good vibes. I also have a playlist that's called Good Vibes <laughs> that I like to listen to. Um, so, those are like my feel good playlist. Taylor Swift is my feel good artist, and then I've got a couple go to feel good podcasts. Um, I like to listen to Middle Ground. I've said that before. That's the podcast that is Caroline Celties, who we had on for the manifesting episode. Listening to the manifesting episode that I did with Caroline is also a great mindset episode. We just talk about how to have a gratitude mindset. So um, check that one out if you're looking for a positive mindset playlist. Um, and then I also like Late Night Drive with Ellie Schnitt because we love her. So those are my two recs, but there's lots of different ones. Like if you have other recommendations, you can send them to me and I'll share them. Number 10. Oh, so I already talked about brain dumping a bit, but that's not just for right before bed. If you can't sleep, like if your brain's just like not functioning, functioning during the day, because you're thinking about a thousand things you can brain dump in the middle of the day, journal, like do whatever you need to do to get those thoughts out, because sometimes just getting them out on paper um, whether it's like re- actually writing it down or if you're more of like an iPad girl or writing down your notes on your phone. Sometimes you just need to get the thoughts out. Physically writing seems to work better. Um, I think I feel like that's what's usually recommended. But like sometimes you don't have a piece of paper with you and you just have your phone or like your laptop. So like, you know, do what you need to do. Um, oh, so I talked about like having a clean study space. In general, just clean space for a clean brain. So like maybe a clean bathroom clean sink like just have an overall like clean apartment if you're someone that needs to have a clean space to be able to um have like an overall good vibe going good mindset last one don't feel bad about saying no or having to cancel plans with people if that's what you need to take care of yourself during finals if you're like i don't have time to do all these things and like i'm supposed to go to dinner tonight or like tomorrow night But like, I really don't have time. Otherwise, I won't be able to like sleep. I won't be able to do like my workout. Like, don't feel bad about canceling plans or simply saying no to things during finals. Like, that's your time that you need to do what you need to do to, you know, get through. I was going to survive, but we're not surviving it. We are thriving during finals. That's when you need to do what you need to do to thrive during finals and ace those exams and papers and such. So yeah, that's what I have to say on that okay so that's like it for the main content of the episode so that was the final survival guide study tips self-care tips hit me up if you think i missed anything important or you have any other tips that you want to share with people um but yeah that's what i have so let's do our two little fun segments that we have at the end of the episode hi guys so I literally I already recorded this segment and then my computer died because I'm dumb and I was like oh it's at 100% I can record the whole episode I forgot my computer is older now and it's running a lot of things so sometimes needs to be plugged in even if it's at 100% Um, anyway mistakes were made and I did briefly think I lost the whole episode and it was really tragic but then I turned it on it loaded right back up on Soundtrap, and I am thankful for cloud-based things. Otherwise, I would lose so many things from my computer dying while I'm working on them. Anyway, all is well. So, <laughs> first segment. Today is fun thing to do in New York City. I hope you like my singing. I hope you like my transitions. I'm having a great time with the transitions today. I don't normally do them, but I was like, let me toss in some music between different segments. Anyway, so fun thing to do in New York City. My rec for today is brunch place i went to it on easter with my friend sean it's called ferns or the fern i don't know which one it's in east village so if you look up like ferns new york city ferns east village i think their instagram is fern new york city um but it's so yummy i got this delicious stuffed french toast i'll post a picture of it on instagram actually um, but it was so good. It had like a blueberry compote on top, fresh blueberries, it was stuffed with like some mascarpone cream cheesy thing. I don't know, but it was so yummy with a pistachio granola on top. Um and it wasn't super expensive. My mimosa was like twelve dollars. The French toast was like maybe fifteen, but that was like one of the more expensive items. Then they had like different egg biscuits and stuff that were like maybe ten. Um they had an egg scramble that's like eight dollars base, and then whatever you add changed the price. So like not too pricey, super cute. We sat out on the heated patio because it was a little chilly on sunday um i didn't go inside but sean did when he got there before me because i was running late as per usual um and he said it's super cute inside too so highly recommend the ferns check it out so yummy okay last segment of the day and then um that'll be it because i do need to go study at least for another like hour um so last segment of the day is the how to be a better person segment okay i'm gonna give you two tips so this is mostly law students because I don't think like undergrads use Lexus, but if your school gives you a Lexis account, if you don't know, you um, get points on Lexus to get like gift cards and stuff. But another option is to like use your points to donate to a different cause. So like there was like a Ukraine um, thing that you could donate to on Lexis with your points. So that's something you can do to donate money without actually having to spend any money. Similar to like Sephora, you can also use your points to donate them to a cause, and honey, maybe two. I'm not I'm not positive about honey, actually. If not, they should get on that, because that's pretty cool. Um, and then my other tip is going to be an environmental one. Use like those little dryer balls instead of dryer sheets. So like, you know, the little alpaca balls or whatever. Um, there's like, llama ones. It's like, they're the wool, they're wool balls. Sorry, the alpaca balls. Um, but my sister brought ones that were made from alpaca wool back from a road trip to give to my mom but i bought little wool balls that have cute little lambs on them at target in the like cheap sections they were like it was like three dollars or something for the pack of three little balls and um they make your stuff soft and they catch like pet hair too which is really nice so it catches any hair and stuff which is great we love that or like tennis balls do a similar thing and then i also have these little hedgehogs that my mom gave me like years ago that helped make the towels like fluffier they go and it helps things dry faster so tennis balls wool balls And other things that are made for that. Um, The plastic hedgehogs don't make things softer, but they help make it fluffy and dry faster because it moves things around more. Um, So those are my tips for you today. But yeah, that's the episode for today. Hope you have a great night, great week, great day, great morning, whenever you're listening. Have a beautiful one. And I wish you luck with finals. If you have any questions or have any more tips to spread to me that you want me to share with people, DM me. Give us reviews rate review what's the other thing comment rate review comment subscribe follow whatever it is i'm not sure you can follow us on instagram legally couture podcast english instagram and tiktok at legally couture podcast and me at erin.lindsey13 on instagram and tiktok um you can find my personal youtube it's just erin Lindsay. linked in our bio And the Legally tour YouTube, if you want to watch any of the episodes I've put up on YouTube, is Legally tour Podcast, um, which you can look up and it'll come up because there's nothing else called that. Or the link is in our bio on Instagram and TikTok. All right. Bye, my loves. Bye. Thank you.